You're listening to Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. This podcast is about ghost movies. Stay tuned to find out how Jim Carrey makes his way into our conversation. And action! All right, welcome back to the show. My name is Kyle. This is James. And today, James, what are we doing? Ghost movies. Ghost movies. Ghost movies, Kyle. Can you do that little weird Herbie whistle? You remember Herbie the Love Bug? Yeah, but Oh, well, I don't have to. You can. It's kind of spooky. Anyway, ghost movies. Ghost, ghost movies. Oh, but Kyle. Yes. <gasps> Apparating before us. What? A spectral ghost herself. Everybody, welcome the wonderful Rosie on the show. Hi, Rosie. Hi, everyone. Thanks for uh, misting into our studio today. Absolutely. Ghost is my topic, so <laughs> that's what brought me in today. Oh, we said we just had to say it three times, and yeah. ghosts Oof. showed up. Interesting. Rosie, Rosie, Rosie. Rosie, 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 Rosie. Why should we listen to you? Why the hell should we listen to Rosie? Give us something on you. Well, it'll be fun for you guys, I'm sure, because this is my first podcast yes. ever. 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 <laughs> Excellent. So, <laughs> you guys can enjoy that. And um, definitely popping my uh, podcast cherry today. <laughs> <laughs> With ghost movies. Well, and I have a fun game you guys can play at home. <gasps> my boyfriend thought of this. He said, for those listening, you can play a game, a drinking game. Every time I say the words like or you know, <laughs> take a shot because it will happen. And it will happen often. <laughs> so I apologize and enjoy. Add to the game every time James says garbage mm. or Kyle says interesting. Yeah, Rosie's got her own lexicon. Finish that drink. We'll add to the lexicon here today. Ghost movies off to a tremendous start. Rosie, you like ghost movies or else you wouldn't be here. Correct. Right? Correct. Yes. Would you say they're your favorite type of scary movie? I would not. I think the topic <gasps> of ghosts, the topic of ghosts intrigues me the most. Okay. So... Excellent. That's kind of why we collaborated on this, because I, I don't know what else would draw me in besides ghosts. All right, well, I'm going to jump straight <laughs> to a point that I want to know. Rosie, mm-hmm. have you ever, now, or before this point in time, seen a ghost? I have. You yes. have? Okay. Yes! I have right. seen so many ghosts. Oh. Where do you, where do you uh, typically see ghosts, Rosie? My house is so haunted. Your house is My haunted? My house is so haunted. The hallway, <laughs> up and down the hallway, there's this one ghost that goes up and down for years and years. I'm so serious right now. What's and my closet, like? um, it's white, white apparition. Um, oh, and my closet. Just like yourself right Whoa, now. Hey. Amazing. Wow. You can't see this at home, but she is <laughs> levitating off the ground. And my uh, my closet in my bedroom is actually a ghost portal. Well, mm-hmm. I, for one, would like to visit the ghost Absolutely. portal. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll challenge any of the ghosts in your house to anything right now. I'll, I'll stand in the middle of your house. Do an arm wrestling match. And come I'll on, like, ghost. Come on, kill me. The I'll, fuck you got, I'll ghost. <laughs> All right, but at least, at least you avoided this trap, Rosie. At least you didn't say something like, Oh, the the ghost in in my house or in my closet wears like nineteen forties garb no, and blah blah. No. Because I forget where I got this from, Kyle and Rosie. But mm-hmm. at some point, some comedian or somebody once said, "Yeah, why is it that ghosts always wear clothes?" <laughs> like, yeah. If 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 even the people who try to like who who find themselves being cornered by the complete lack of logic that is believing in ghosts and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> If they believe it's like, oh, it's your spirit manifesting itself in some sort of electromagnetic energy and yada, yada, yada. It's like, well, what about the clothes? 
well, completely that's why, inanimate objects too. Yeah. That's why you got to look good ghost every day shoes. because if you die, that is your ghost outfit. So do not leave the house looking, <laughs> looking, you know, all raunchy because that could be your ghost outfit. That could be your ghost outfit. Yeah. On the topic of ghost outfits <laughs> and ghost wardrobe and film. Actually, I thought I saw a ghost one time, but turns out I was just sleep deprived in college, mm. but it scared the shit out of me. And, uh, yeah. Those so are I, called um, shadow people. Oh. When well, you, when you... <laughs> I thought it was like a 12-hour straight all-nighter person hanging out in my mm-hmm. hallway. All right, Rudy, I got a question for you. Then. Okay. Because this brings in movies, and it's one of the topics I wanted to talk about, and that is it's not a ghost movie, but it's a ghost in a movie. Correct. Three men and a baby. <laughs> if, I, <laughs> if I say three men and a baby, does that ring any bells for you? I think I saw it when I was like five. Oh, so you don't know <laughs> about the, I think we've mentioned this on the podcast before, Kyle. The, uh, the urban legend that there is a ghost in Three Men and a Baby. I did camera. not know this. You didn't know this either? No. Have we talked no. about this? I don't think so. Oh, we did. And you may have, you fucking Maybe. Faked I, like you know I what I was talking about. the date. <laughs> anyway, there's a scene in Three Men and a Baby. Yeah, it's an 80s comedy. You probably, you know, whatever. I don't know if you're too young, but. Um, where the camera's just simply panning a living room shot of where the three men and the baby will live. <laughs> and as the camera pans, there's a weird figure that appears in the back in like a window. Go you, look it up on Let's your Let's go watch thing it. Right now. All right, everybody go watch it right now. Pause right here. Come back. Let us know if you saw it. Anyway. Okay, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I fucked that up. Um, look it up later. There's, there's a classic urban legend around movies that there's a ghost in three men and a baby. Oh, I just awesome. thought of another really good thing to talk it's about. It's the most the interesting part of the fucking movie because the movie's <laughs> garbage. <laughs> no, I actually like it. Shot! I liked it when I was a kid because it was, oh yeah. Because there were three men and a baby? Oh, it's Steve Gutenberg in his prime. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, we're here to talk about right, ghost yeah, yeah, movies yeah, yeah, yeah. or movies <laughs> featuring ghosts. And so obviously, Rosie, you like ghosts. You're attracted to this topic. So what are some of your just off-the-cuff top favorite things about ghost movies movies with ghosts in them um and what are some of those favorite films well more so than scary movies that are just meant to spook you i like the psychological thrillers the ones that really Mm. make you think the ones that aren't there for that shock value Mm -hmm. um so obviously saw is your favorite franchise oh god no thank you (laughs) no thank you um the shining has got to be one of my favorite movies yes I know Kyle likes that one, too. I do, too. Yes, <laughs> well, give us another example, um, Rosie, because we've talked about The Shining quite a bit in this uh, October month. So mm-hmm. what, what other examples you got? The Others was really good. That one was with Nicole Kidman. That was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, can, we can get to length at that one. Yeah. Um, the Sixth Sense, obviously, a classic. And then um, The Awakening was one I saw recently, too. Um, that one was set in the, ni- or the early 1900s um, in a boarding house in, I think, England or hmm. somewhere over there. I feel like I've seen it, but I don't know if I've seen it. It had a little ghost boy running around the house. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. What was it about the others? There was was a crazy twist in it, right? Yeah, well, Mm -hmm. we can get to that. Um, Should we just – well, let's start with the others. Let's talk about it. So what what are some of the things that make a – the psychological aspects you said – what makes a good ghost movie or a good movie with ghosts in it? I think one thing that makes a really good ghost movie is when the ghosts don't know they're ghosts. They don't know mm. they're dead. And that's a common theme I've seen in a lot of these movies. You see that in The Sixth Sense. You definitely see that in the others because, like, everyone's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert going Spoiler forward. Alert. Everyone's oh, yeah. a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it's an older movie. You guys Even if know. they're not, you can probably interpret it that way anyway. So. They're all ghosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, one cool thing that was in um, – 
the others, though. Um, you guys have all seen it, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's been a while, but it, I remember it being excellent. Yeah. Do you guys remember the book of uh, photographs of the sleeping people? You yes. thought they were sleeping. Uh-huh. They actually had a book in the house of um, people that were dead. The death photos. Yes, because uh, superstitious folks believe that it would guard the souls of the dead. So when the main character, Nicole Kidman, finds this book, um, she sees this horrific page after page of uh, dead people. Later, it comes to be that the servants that have been working in her house, she sees a picture of all three of them dead mm. in this book. And later, she sees herself and her two children, her two children, dead in that book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that theme as well because um, obviously it's universal and something that people have struggled with forever. Is like, well, when I'm dead, is that it? And can people's brains wrap around? either the finite uh, existence that you have in the life that you're given, or is there something after? And, like, religion has, of course, spanned the test of time and everything. But the uh, I love in the movies exactly what you were talking about, when they don't know that they were dead. They find out that they were dead, and then I love watching how they handle that afterwards because that can make or break the movie, too, mm-hmm. if that's, uh, you know inappropriately uh this movie, oh well i guess we're all ghosts <laughs> yeah. well on this one it was awesome because when nicole kimmon finds out she was dead and she actually um had is it strangled smothered her kids to death smothered, smothered. Yeah. she smothered them um <laughs> smothered them out <laughs> um she her way of handling this was that, well, in the afterlife, she's going to be a better mother, and she's going to do it in that house, because that is her house. She's going to live there with the three other dead servants, and they're going to be all happy. And the current occupants in present day were like, well, we're out. We lost. And so the end of the movie, it just pans out, and it's just the, um, what is it, the, the sign you put in front of a... The for sale. The for sale. Yeah, yes. I was like, I was like so they had the help wanted out sign out. It? What did they... <laughs> <laughs> you want to sell the house? I mean, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it was good. And that did the and speaking of photography and everything, of course, there's a whole subset of ghost stuff that's all about like photos and where you that see little glares in the photos and everything. And um, that death photo stuff is crazy because mm-hmm. once photography became a thing, whenever uh, especially with children, when children would die very young and people weren't going to have memories to go on with them, they would take all the death photos, and that started to become, like, that huge thing where families would, like, hold their, like, stillborn or, like, infant dead child and, like, take the family portrait to, like, remember and then move on afterwards. And that whole idea is just spooky as fuck beyond all belief. (laughs) I didn't even know that was a thing. That's a thing. Also, those photos must have been really good because back in those days, you had to stay still for about 45 (laughs) minutes. You had to stay still for about 45 minutes to get a good shot. I mean, Why that baby are ain't all moving. these photos so highly detailed? <laughs> None of them are out of focus. Oh, everyone's dead. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. So the others. So there's a positive there. Yeah, that's a great one. A good twist. It's got the Shemalehan, uh, M. Night Shyamalan-esque uh, Sixth Sense twist on it. Uh, which, yeah, it's got that good, good deep roots in history and everything. Absolutely. All right, Rosie, mm-hmm. give us another one. Give us another one. Your all guest. Right. Your guest. Well, Cabin in the Woods, mm. there's a little bit of a ghost undertone in there. It could have gone that way. Um, James, do you want to give a, a synopsis of Cabin in the Woods? We, we, or... we talked about this earlier, but I'll, I'll give a synopsis. Cabin mm-hmm. in the Woods, a bunch of kids uh, go up for the typical good time in the middle of a forest at a cabin in the woods. <laughs> Nailed it. 
You're doing yeah. great. And, yeah. uh, you know, oh, yeah. creepy things start to happen. Uh, people are after them, zombie-like, uh, undead-looking uh, ne'er-do-wells, as Kyle would say. Uh, but it turns out that those... <laughs> it turns out that those people going after our young, uh, hot, sexy-looking, you know, <laughs> Thor... Is it Thor, right? Thor's in the movie? Fucking oh, Hemsworth, yeah, Chris Hemsworth, yeah. He's All right, alive. anyway. Yeah, he was. <laughs> the, 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 the bad guys that are going after uh, our attractive young adults are controlled by a corporation, right? Mm-hmm. That is activating them and going, you know, you know, pulling the strings behind the scenes. But then those, that corporate entity is controlled by fucking demons. And we talked about this on the podcast, how we feel like, yeah, you didn't need a twist on top of a twist like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But it does have some excellent moments. Yeah. It's, it's creative as all A hell. big yeah. satire mm-hmm. and sp- mm-hmm. and spoof on the, the horror movies where people are making dumb decisions or yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. coincidental things are happening for no reason. And this mm-hmm. one says, well, actually, everything we're doing is controlled and is a big tribute to the demon gods that we have to sacrifice to so they won't kill us wait rosie what did you say to me the other day it would have been better if they just if they just contributed to um just some sick really rich men that just get off on that yeah that would make perfect sense demons almost almost hunger games-esque like videodrome has anyone seen videodrome no oh cronenberg (laughs) yeah I, i may have mentioned this before but yeah Weird shit. Yeah. Right, but Rosie, what did you think of Cabin? W- one last thing about Cabin in the Woods that I really liked was that the one guy that was sane and making it through was just because he had some of his own good weed. He didn't have the weed. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have the weed that the the company, uh, the corporation, had laced mm, and given right. to him. He had some of his own stash, and so that's what was keeping him sane. And that's how they all survived <laughs> oh, because God. of some good weed. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> and he had that mug that like turned into a bomb. That was or awesome. That's all I kind of remembering from the movie is that contraption. <laughs> and I would like one. I don't smoke but i would like one <laughs> you know they carry it around to parties you know what scene i remember from that movie i hope i remember correctly mm-hmm. when one of the characters i forget which one i know exactly what you're gonna say do you really yeah when he jumps the yes! canyon yeah oh, yeah because yeah, you're, you're like mm-hmm. just escape you know when 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 the um when they start sort of piecing it together you're like just fucking go like escape they do what everybody field, in every horror movie should always do like what, what's so brilliant about it follows there is no escape mm-hmm. but people try to just escape. What the fuck are you hanging around for? And when he goes for it, he whack, he hits the mm-hmm. force field. Oh, mm-hmm. that shit was crazy. No? Yeah. I wasn't expecting that at all. No, that, that was, was great. That was awesome. Yeah, and that's really, too, when it um, made me think of the similarity to Hunger Games is when you're thinking about the guys behind this panel and the force fields, they can control the weather. Um, they can control the re- release of hormones at certain times, the pheromones that they were releasing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Just it was just a Joss Whedon. Interesting movie. The last time we talked about this, I couldn't remember the director's name. He directed it that? finally came to me, Joss of Whedon. Avengers? Or no, he didn't direct it, but he like he produced it. Oh, okay. Somebody else directed it. I can't remember. You know what's interesting about Cabin in the Woods, too? Is that the, the movie poster, or the logo, if you will, is in fact a cabin kind of twisted about itself in a very mm-hmm. Tetris-like way. It's sort of visually, anyways, giving you hints that this yeah. is this is a distortion uh-huh. of what of your expectations, Absolutely. and I didn't pick up on it for shit because mm. I went and saw it fresh. You know, like, ooh, cabin in the woods. Mm-hmm. If I just I didn't know a, anything either. Going if I just taken a fucking second to look at the, the yeah. cabin and why it's floating in white space and why the, mm-hmm. it, it looks almost M.C. Escher esque, I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, something interesting is going to happen here. Something twisted is going to happen. Nope, I went in thinking, oh, you know. A great example film. of yeah. uh, innovation in the mm. realm of uh, marketing of films that as too. well, which just, just never it. fucking happens ever. Yeah. Um, so 
one of the things that's interesting, we talked uh, a little bit before about good uh, scary movies and some of the best and lasting scary movies. And a large majority of those ones were either real life kind of horror stuff where it was like the horror of humanity almost. And a lot of them were these like psychological like ghost films. Uh, only a few were like the, the innovative slashers and things like that. So these definitely carry so much weight with people, especially over just your your run-of-the-mill horror films. So have you seen any ghost films that were real bad, like that were terrible, and why were they bad, if you if you have I actually didn't like The Conjuring. The Conjuring! Yes! Interesting! I, I got maybe 30 minutes into it, and I was just like, I'm turning this off. It just seemed so, <laughs> so fake in the sense that it almost felt like this family was trying to do all this for um, just to be reality stars or something. Like they were making a lot of it like up. Amityville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or that they were just making a lot of these things up for attention, and mm. it just kind of ruined it for me a little bit. And it was just so generic. There was nothing special about it. Everyone's going crazy for it, and I, mm-hmm. I'm not impressed. Well, not I will impressed. say there is a line that comes later in the movie that addressed that point to me oh. as well, because the um, the two people, the real life. Uh, couple ed, ed and lorraine ed warren. and lorraine warren that's right um and they were the people that investigated the amityville house mm-hmm. and everything yep. um but they go into this person's attic at one point and they're just on a routine call about a ghost or whatever <laughs> and he basically goes up and he's like knocking on the pipes and stuff and he's like yeah you hear that and he's like every time we get a call 99 times out of 100 it's nothing you know it's there's something in here it's whatever so he like straight up says at one point in the movie like most of this is bogus and then dismisses kind of what they have going on too and then it comes back to bite him in the ass when shit gets real but i have to you guys didn't like the conjuring i love the conjuring Mm -hmm. scared the shit out of me but i was also seeing it in the theater and it was a super packed theater house Mm. and it, it had that atmosphere around it too so i wasn't just casually you know popcorn in it at home or anything but um, I enjoyed that one, yeah. What did you dislike about it? I think all the, same things, stuff. all the same things Rosie said, that I only saw it because of the hype generated around it. You know, the I think the movie poster was a swing, a black and white mm-hmm. image of a, a tree with a child's swing and a house in the background and the scary-looking font. And because everybody went so nuts for it, I went and got it from the library. And I was like, all right, we'll give it a try. And at the end, I was like, yeah, nothing special, just another, you know um, – 2010, you know, the, the not the noughts, what would you call the two, the tens? Like, just another horror movie in the tens, you know? Yeah. Like, they're cranking these out like crazy. Mm-hmm. And I did, I felt like it was very much tailored to just sort of soft, not not interesting or not um, different kind of horror, just, just so run-of-the-mill, you know? Very much like Insidious. Did you see Insidious? Well, yeah. yeah. That, see, I didn't see that one, but I can only imagine. Wait, is it with the one with the fucking doll or, like, a monkey? Uh, what am I talking about? The doll. <laughs> the yeah, the an- monkey doll. No, the, yeah, the monkey doll one. The Annabelle doll is the like the creepy girl doll. That one's in The Conjuring. Oh, see, I'm crossing mm-hmm. them yeah. up. But that, really that but the point, like, opens and closes yeah, yeah, yeah. the movie, right? Doesn't it? Yeah, the Something point like that, right? of the, mm-hmm. this conversation is that James Wan is the director and producer of both of these films. Oh, see, there you go. They mm-hmm. are almost identical. He was also the director of Saw. So, oh, you need, yeah, yeah. All right. So Point. his he has a very distinct style that everybody has ripped off at this point and mm-hmm. has run with. But when you look at his work compared to other innovations around the scene, he does have a lot of creative aspects. And one of the strongest points I think that The Conjuring had was in restraint across the board. It didn't 
go overboard with anything at any point in time. It had a very slow build to the payoff, which was near the end um, for people. But well, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't the ending a little bit overblown too? Like I never even got to the ending. <laughs> like a fight scene because one of the one of the, the oh. who was. It turns into like the exorcism of uh, yeah, <laughs> of, mm, yeah, the mom, um, right? Didn't the doll? Didn't the, the little girl doll eventually get its own movie too? It did, and it On, was shite. I, yeah, you see yeah. what I mean here? Like mm-hmm. that's that's my whole feeling watching the movie was, this is this is not for any creative reason. This movie is being generated because other movies just like it are making money. So. What's my angle this time? Oh, based on the Amityville people. It's like an Amityville prequel. Uh-huh. Fuck. Garbage. That's why it's hard to find the good ones sometimes. You got to sift through so much gar- garbage. <laughs> garbage. Garbage. <laughs> That's indeed. a buzzword. Yeah. <laughs> garbage. I, uh, well, The Conjuring comes with at least a passive recommendation mm-hmm. uh, from me to see it. All right. Because I think everybody should see it because I was really scared during that movie. I'm also a scaredy cat, mm. but uh, very scared. But there's also, I think, his cinematography at so many points. There's a great example. We're talking about ghost movies, so I'll bring this up. The Conjuring 2, which I did go and see, and I also liked very much. There's a fantastic scene where um, the setup for this movie is that uh, a similar thing is happening. There's a girl. It's in England this time, of course, and it's based on another uh, true, air quotes, event (laughs) where a girl was uh, possessed by uh, a guy who used to live in this house. Anyway... She starts talking like this dude, and she sits in the corner, and Ed turns his back to her. So you see his face really focused, and she's over his shoulder, and she's out of focus. And as she starts talking to him, and he has a conversation with her, in his normal voice, she's talking in this weird, like, creepy old man voice. The it starts to like ethereally shift into like a ghostly form of him, but it's so subtle that if you're not paying attention, you won't notice it until it's like happened. And some of the cinematography is just so beautiful because he has a really good photographic eye. So some of that's worth watching if you just look up that one clip later. Yeah, if you just enjoy (laughs) cinematography, stuff like that. Anyway, back to the ghost movies. All right, what do you got next, Rosie? Well, I do want to put a plug out there Ooh, for plug, plug. The Shining, yes. the 1997 miniseries. Whoa, the TV miniseries? That I still have recorded on VHS. What's Holy that? What's shit. That? Um, so we're not talking Stanley Kubrick. No. We're talking something else. Not not a fan of his uh, his movie, The Shining. Really? Saw it wow. twice and not, not feeling it. Huh. The Shining, one of my favorite stories, but the miniseries, you got to watch that. Stephen King actually didn't like Kubrick's work. That's why the miniseries came to be. That is very interesting as well. So I was actually in Colorado a couple weeks ago, and over at Estes Park is where the mansion that inspired Stephen King for The Shining, that's where he stayed, room 217. I was standing right out in front of it. (laughs) Nice. Um, And that's where they actually filmed the the miniseries on that property. And um, that's pretty dope. It's amazing. You know, we walked into the ballroom. Where Did they film the movie there too? Or no, was that, that was uh, everything's, was everything's hotel, in London right? or England or somewhere. Oh, really? <laughs> everything's filmed over there. All the ghost stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not going over there on vacation. <laughs> um, so one of my favorite scenes in The Shining is when um, the the guy is drunk and he's dancing with ghosts and at this mm-hmm. big party. I mean, liquor and drinking and dancing and partying and ghosts. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite. It's my favorite thing. So <laughs> naturally, I love that scene, and we got to tour through. Is the Halloween ball. your favorite holiday, Rosie? <laughs> it's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to tour it. 
We got to tour it. Um, cool. So I definitely suggest you guys check that out. It just expands so much more upon the story that we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't read the book, you definitely want to check that out. And if you ever are in Colorado, go on that tour. It was amazing. So cool. I actually do have one fun fact that I learned on that tour. I had Yay. a great tour guide. So shout out to her, whoever she is. <laughs> um, <laughs> her name is Sophie, I remember, because she said if we ever got rich, we needed to <laughs> send her some money. Sophie, Sophie what Sophie with a P. <laughs> Hope you're doing well. All right, Sophie. Okay. So that uh, mansion where The Shining was, uh, The Shining miniseries was filmed has also been a film location for many other movies. So you remember that scene in Dumb and Dumber when Jim Carrey is... (laughs) (laughs) Segway of the century. Yes, where Jim Carrey is on his sled going down the uh, big master staircase there in the front. Mm -hmm. That's the Shining Hotel. Wow, makes it much less spooky. But the interesting part... (laughs) This is not the scene where he lighted his fart. Yeah. (laughs) It's a location I would not tour to. (laughs) Um, So he actually got to stay in room 217. And he checked in. And he stayed in there for about an hour and a half. And he checked right out. And he only came back in that mansion just to film a scene. And he went out. And he was so serious the entire time. Something happened to Jim Carrey in room 217. And I searched and searched the internet. I cannot find out what happened to him. He won't talk about it. But he got scared. So scared from that mansion. Because it is super haunted. In real life. Jim, let us know. Jim, what's what up? Went down? Call him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Email it. Loud on the set. <laughs> um, that's pretty spooky. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. about that stuff is so sticky. I was over in Ireland. I was in Dublin mm. with my sister, and we found a ghost bus tour of Dublin. Yes. And I was like, that sounds pretty cool. England's all old and creepy and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was the most fun and like like <laughs> creep uh, like spooky you know thing ever there was like a guide on the bus who was like all in character all hilarious all the windows were blacked out and you would just get out places and it wasn't like here where they'd be like and one time somebody saw a spooky thing over there we got out <laughs> it was like it was gray overcast a little bit of rain and he was like we're getting off the bus to go and learn how to rob a grave and i was like Yes. Holy shit. And we got out in a cemetery and we're like in a real cemetery. And he was talking about robbing this grave and like how you would go about doing it and what they would do with the bodies and stuff. And it was like perfect. It was so wonderful. So amazing. You know, yeah. his second job because that tour money ain't enough. No, that ain't enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And then we stopped at a, uh, an old castle and they were like, oh, yeah, this is where a bunch of Satanists all got together and lit themselves on fire. And, uh, and everybody died. And they were, like, right there. Wow. It was, like, most hardcore ghost tour ever. Yeah. That residual <laughs> energy just stays. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can feel that. It was pretty terrifying. <laughs> they're but anyway, very fun. So <laughs> there's something about that stuff that people wait, are just wait. drawn to. We can't say yes or no. Nobody's, like, well, I don't know. Nobody has found out a way to disprove or prove something that nobody can even determine what it actually is so it's kind of just this philosophical concept thing that people are just drawn to naturally talk about okay i have a question yes this is a very valid question that just came to mind these people they burned their clothes and died they all set themselves on fire well if you burn your clothes and you become a ghost i mean and your skin burns so what are you well, no. I mean, are you are you still wearing those ghost clothes, or are they burnt, or are they just gone because you incinerated them? You tell me. I yeah, you're the, the one that, you're the one that, you're the, 
connoisseur. Got to get our uh, got to get our ectoplasm meters out. I've of never here. <laughs> I've never seen a, a ghost with uh, tattered clothes or anything like that. Now, how accurate is the equipment from Ghostbusters, Rosie? I'm wondering. <laughs> Super. Uh, into yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I have a I have Give a science you. degree. Side note. <laughs> and I do. I do. Side note. And it's on point. It's valid. <laughs> What's your favorite ghost movie of all time? If you had to pick something, what would you say? I think I probably would stick with The Shining. Okay. Yeah. Cause I the really Shining miniseries? The Shining miniseries yes. series, okay. of course. Of course, yeah. What about all that uh, weird, you know, horror doesn't reflect the same worldwide. Uh, Japan and their mm. horror mm. has just always been about creepy ghosts. I've, I haven't really seen a slasher film from Japan or anything like that from uh, from from that culture it's more about that like kind of really spooky ancient stuff mm-hmm. from from what i've seen in the film world not stereotyping don't know enough about that um but uh does that stuff hit home with you or is that kind of a different thing oh i don't really like that like with the ring where was that one yeah film. Oh, from japan. <clears throat> right japan yeah like the original <clears throat> concepts of those things yeah those ones those were freaky i saw those when i was younger for the first time and I, too so what's just... different about those types of films than like an american you know, I think there's more gore in them. Or the ghosts just look a little bit more gory. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's there's mm-hmm. a convergence on appearances between the Grudge, the Ring. Mm-hmm. We've talked about mm-hmm. this, right? Yeah. Small, very pale girls with wet. long, wet black hair that covers yeah. their face. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's the image. Right if now. that showed up in the recording like, studio, yeah. I would be out. Like black teeth. And, yeah. And mm-hmm. Oh, there's one right there. Hey, how you doing? Hey, no. Okay, and, bye. Uh, so like a nightgown, you know, yeah. some sort of nightgown. Yeah, always a nightgown. Sort of damp nightgown. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there you go. All right, Rosie, I got some, I, I got a list. Okay, let's hear Well, you got any more for us before I get into my uh, ghost movie list? No, I have some fun Halloween movies we can mention later on if All right, you we'll want. But... All right, plug some Halloween. Yeah. <clears throat> First thing I want to do is this. Um, well, I'll save my funny ones for later. Um, I got three movies that I'm going to group together all in one because they came out roughly the same time and they have sim- they have similarities and I'm going to throw them out there and see if you guys react. What Lies Beneath with Harrison Ford? I have seen that, but a little refresh on the, my memory for I that one. I don't know if I've seen that. Oh, man. All right. Gothica with Halle Berry. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Bad. Yeah, and the last one is White Noise with Michael Keaton. I have seen that one. White Noise. Featuring EVP. Elect- what is it? What does the EVP stand for? Oh, I don't know. It's when, uh, like, electronic voice phenomenon or electric voice phenomenon. Mm-hmm. It was actually in the new Ghostbusters movie, even though I haven't seen that piece of garbage. <laughs> I know that there's EVP mentioned in Ghostbusters, the yeah. new one with Kristen Weig or whatever. I'm trying is. to figure out what the list is of. Are these just three these bad movies. movies? These are ghost <laughs> movies from the these are ghost movies from the late 90s, early noughts. Okay. I liked White Noise. That yeah, was one with the, ra- the radios, oh, is right? It good? The, the radios. Re- yeah, White, mm-hmm. yeah, Michael Keaton. Um Picks up on, on EVP, white noise on the radio one night. He hears the voices of dead people, and, and then it takes him down this path of investigation, and then he meets a community of people who all research mm-hmm. this and whatnot, and then there's twists and turns. The things that these three movies have in common, what lies beneath Gothica, white noise? One, they were all released more or less at the same time. Two, they're, all, they're ghost movies. They all involve ghosts trying to, um, trying to transmit a message to people in the living realm and doing it in such a cockamamie bullshit <laughs> way. Oh, yes, it feels good to say that. And three, they were totally panned by the critics. And yet I kind of enjoyed them. Except Gothica. Gothica kind of Oh, Gothica was terrible. Gothica. But What Lies Beneath the Harrison Ford is a good movie with a good twist at the end. And I almost don't want to give it away because you haven't seen it. Wow. 
You don't want to give one away? No. <laughs> Ghosts have got me. And uh, White Noise, I, I, I looked it up just before the podcast, has like 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I remember 8%, watching it. 8%, really? Wow. I remember watching hey, it. Hey, The Conjuring has like 87 or something. I know, yeah, but. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I need to go on there and start rating. <laughs> yeah. But um, hey, I remember watching White Noise, and I, I liked that. Yeah. yeah. After it was over, like, oh, I like that movie. And then to find out that it got panned. Same mm. thing with what, what Lies Beneath. What Lies Beneath, I have great memories of it. Going to the theater, packed movie house, people getting mm-hmm. freaked out and whatnot. Anyway, what do you think of those movies? Rosie, Kyle, Cricket. I think there's definitely something to... Well, I haven't seen, like, almost any of those. Oh, <laughs> just man. Gothica. But uh, there is something to be said just in tangent to what you just described, where some movies can be good, and some movies can be good based on the experience. And I feel like every scary movie I've ever seen, I can say is good, because when I was there and, like, the situation surrounding it, I've never been in a situation where I was like, Oh, I guess I'll just watch this scary movie. And I, like, wasn't in an amped up kind of mm-hmm. mood, you know, mm-hmm. to get into it. I guess some of the, like, kind of, like, love story, like, ghost kind of stuff, <laughs> you know, you have to be in a different mood to watch that. Ghost is good. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, I don't think I've ever gone into a, even a bad scary movie. I mentioned, uh, what's that one? Lights Out, uh last week or the other week oh or yeah and <laughs> I saw that one too. it was terrible oh, and i wasn't yeah. in a good uh i wasn't in like that fun if i was in a fun mood to like mock it you know and yell at all the cockamamie bullshit that was happening mm-hmm. then kyle you didn't see it through the right time. lens i didn't see it through the right <laughs> lens you're absolutely right you might have James. been listening to it with the right lens that is you weren't true. watching it with the right lens <laughs> that's true anyway, inside joke yes the reason i bring it up is because in each of those three movies also i listed some of the similarities and rosie i'll get to you in a second but they all came out right around the same time, and I thought to myself, God damn it, there's a trend in movies right now where ghosts are picking the most cockamamie ways to communicate with people. More cock, well, no, on par with, um, the fuck is that Matthew McConaughey movie that just came out about space recently? Interstellar. Interstellar. Mm-hmm. If you have all these capabilities of communication, why do you do it in such and such format? With What Lies Beneath, the ghost, like, writes messages to the, the lady doing the investigation about the ghost. On like her bathroom mirror, like you know. <laughs> okay, ghost. Why didn't you just write your spoiler alert? Your husband is the killer. He killed me. Look for my body in such and such place. Thank you. But in each of these movies, the ghost, even though the ghost is kind of innocent and benevolent, is trying to help their own cause, decides that they're gonna take eighty or so minutes to scare the shit out of you before they go. I died young. Help well, you, me. It's like Twitter, you know? You've only got eight characters if you're a ghost to write <laughs> oh on the mirror. God. So, you know, you got to use them wisely. Why the hell would you torment the person that's, that's that you're ultimately going to use as your vehicle to help you? Gothica, white noise, it's all the same. Like, you, I would beg to say yeah. we don't understand it initially, right? I guess so. That's the prevailing and kind that, of thing. That is all definitely right. an overall theme. All right, Rosie, you're a ghost, right? <laughs> You were, you were killed. She is. You are. Still levitating. Fucking, you know, Shut up here. This ghost has clothes, by the way. We're family friendly. <laughs> we'll, we'll say it. Yeah. Anyway, you're a ghost. You've been. You were killed by, by. Let's say you were killed by somebody at work, right? And you, your best friend at work is like, "Oh, Rosie, I, I wish you were still you here with me." Her. Let's be honest. You I wish. Her. I know. I was pointing at James. <laughs> You I, killed her. Yeah, I killed She's you. trying to communicate okay, okay, with wait. me to tell me yeah. that James killed Rewind. you. Rewind. So James, what the, James How would you me? communicate that to Kyle? Would you leave him bloody? In Gothica, the ghost carves... Ugh, I just spit. <laughs> Fucking popcorn all over the place. <laughs> would you carve bloody messages into Kyle's skin? Which happens in Gothica to Halle Berry. 
Halle Berry, I think, is trying to help the ghosts because they're all tormented and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. How would you do it? Would you scare the living shit out of Kyle? How would you tell me James murdered you? Yeah. How would I tell you, Kyle? Hmm. I mean, I'd have to get a ham radio, right? Yes. <laughs> you would. Yeah, and then you wait till the middle of the night when it's a thunderstorm. We'll just mm-hmm. do it in the middle of the day. Like, break a break at one nine. Kyle, Rosie here. Uh, look, in, look in James's top drawer. Are you, you reading me loud and clear? <laughs> I keep imagining just getting a big tube of lipstick and just writing all over your mirror or your wall and just saying, writing everything out. I'm one that's known to do long text messages, long emails. Right. I talk too much. Yeah. It I wouldn't mean, be that creative, but it would get the message across. Nobody ever <laughs> explains ghost limitations in these movies. Yeah. Like, what is a ghost capable of? And I think that the first movie that I saw that handled that, which, super spoiler alert for this super old movie, The Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. once you go back and you watch it again, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. he literally had no input or interaction with anything in his environment once he was dead, you know? So they set it up perfect, except that he could communicate with the boy mm-hmm. who totally could see him and talk to him. Say, I see dead people. Great, you explained it. You obviously you hear too, but you <laughs> you you sense with your sixth sense a world in which other people can't, and they explain it straight up. And then the rules are set; everything else falls into place after that. There's not any stupid, you know, steam mister. Well, if you can write it with your finger right there, that's what why I'm saying. Can, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess it takes you know. Check out a fucking pen and paper. It takes care in the screenplay. <laughs> so we need and care. <laughs> we need some writer somewhere to go ahead and Shyamalan. write a book, make a movie. <laughs> Shamalamalan can do it. And, and write a book or make a movie about ghost rules. Ghost rules. <laughs> and for all the movies, the ghost movies that come from here on out, they'll have to abide by these ghost rules. They can we'll... run it as a double feature with the Cider House rules. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Stop. That's way over my head. <laughs> uh, another, interestingly, Kyle, interesting enough, I'm calling back to Crybabies, our episode Whoa! Crybabies. I did, By the way, I did listen to that one. Yeah, I've only any, listened to a few of these. For anybody, for anybody out <laughs> there, it's a the first-time listener to allow them to say, Crybabies is one of the, it's like my, one of my must-listen to. Anyway, um, speaking of rules and laying them out in the movie, Ghost does that. Ghost does Ghost do does that. that. Just before yeah. it tries to, you know, make a little... 12-year-old James cry in the fucking theater. Family. <laughs> you know, it lays the groundwork quite well. Anyway, go- how can we talk about ghost movies and not talk about ghost? Right? I knew it was mm-hmm. going to come up at some point. Yeah. Ghost, yeah. Oh, here we go. I'll, I'll not keep... all the movies have to be terrifying or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. No, I, in fact, that's a good segue because I have some listener mail. <gasps> yes. <gasps> can you believe I have listener mail before the episode even started? Double episode. This here comes to us courtesy of Beth. <laughs> right? Beth says one of her favorite movies of all time, because I was talking to her about ghost and how it, you know, made me a crybaby right <laughs> um she said oh one of my favorite movies of all time is truly madly deeply a british film has anybody heard of this i've heard familiar. of it but i haven't seen it i Don't think i'm just hearing it. the song in my head who sang that song <laughs> truly madly do dicky do whatever that song is right i don't know i know what you're talking about Don't yeah worry. um 1990 british movie with essentially the same premise um a couple the the guy dies and then he gets a second chance at the romance as a ghost, right? But this is a British rom-com, Beth. It's a rom-com. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There's a little trivia for you. The British copied ghost. I don't know which one came first, actually. Well-researched podcast. Mm. I don't know which one came first. Now that I think about Thanks, it, Beth. there Thanks, are Beth. really just two subsets of ghost movies. There is horror ghost movies, and there is, or are, comedy ghost movies. There's really not much in between, you oh. know? I could dispute you on that one. What is there? Because out? on my list here is 
Field of Dreams. Yeah, well, yeah. Field of Dreams falls into, like, the dramedy category. Dramedy? Is it funny at any point? Yeah. I've never seen it. Can you believe it? You haven't seen Field of Dreams? I'm a baseball player, and I've never seen Field of Dreams. (laughs) It'll make any grown man cry. It's like any good drama Mm -hmm. where the the writing is witty, so it's it's Ah, comedic in in levity. There's a... uh, I got nice you. uplifting tone to it's it. It's not a bunch of but baseballs it's not hitting guys in the groin. Yes, no. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's a ghost movie. Yeah. Anyway. How about fake ghost movies? Why would a movie where they think there's a ghost and then it's just reality, Mike? Isn't that every episode of uh, <laughs> Scooby-Doo ever? No, there's a movie that came out recently that was really good mm-hmm. called Housebound. Have you seen this? I have not. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Um, I guess I just super spoiled it. but <laughs> Go for it. Spoil away. But Housebound is a movie where you think there's a ghost, and then there's not, question mark, an actual ghost, or is there? But uh, it's it plays the ambiguity up, and what they thought initially was a ghost was probably not a ghost but it plays that i don't want to spoil more of it because i I think you should watch it because you'd like it um but i think that it pulls a good bait and switch with the formula of things that we've talked about with like the creepy haunted house james if was he was starting it would probably be like well this bullshit is just like the conjuring or whatever (laughs) or a weird doll or something and uh the premise is there's these older people that are hanging out they ask this lady to house sit for them and watch their child who turns out to be a doll and she's like uh okay and they say that their child died a while back and so they're carrying on obviously coping well by (laughs) pretending it didn't happen and having this doll be in their stead so it brings up a ton of crazy stuff just like babadook have you seen babadook wait hold on and then and i remember seeing the previews for that now so there isn't a ghost in there. Or is there? Oh, okay. All right. You have to watch it. All right. It. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. So I definitely recommend that one. Um, yeah. And you would dismiss it at first because it looks, has a similar feel to other things. Mm-hmm. But the writing's actually really clever. The situations that they're in are very different from other movies. Even the setup. She's like staying in house sitting for these people. Um, much like House of the Devil. Have you seen this one? I would drop so many new movies on you right now. <laughs> wow. I've seen a lot of good new horror films recently. House of the Devil is a vintage style, um, like 80s style movie down to what it's shot on, the look of it, um, the writing, everything. It's totally vintage, uh, period piece, essentially. And it's uh, got your classic, you know, babysitter situation, staying at this house, and um, it's brilliant. It was the most tense up to the climax of the film that I've been watching a movie, I think ever, just the tension built and was just so, like, palpable. It was like the ghosts were in the room Ooh, with that's me. Good. Yeah, so that was a good one as well. Uh, pretty Watch fucked it at my up house, too. So always there with you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you were there hanging out. Um, what else you got, Rosie? You got any yeah, more movies? Let's wrap up some some ghost movie conversations. I got a couple more if you don't got anything else. You, you go, got? James, and we'll talk right. about some Halloween movies. Uh, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll mm-hmm. end, on a, a end on a light note. Yeah. Okay, I got three. I got three funny ghost movies. You okay. Ready? Okay, hit us. Here we go. You know which ones have you seen? Uh, funny ghost movies. Here we go. Uh, Beetlejuice. Of course. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Very good. Quotable and, and kooky and mm-hmm. excellent. Uh, 
Ghost Dad with Bill Cosby. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't even know what to say oh, to that. God. Oh, my God. Look it up. Next. It exists. Yeah. <laughs> it exists. Bill Cosby oh, doesn't God. get a, a shout-out on no, our podcast. Oh, no. it's, it's generally considered one of the worst movies oh, of good. all time. Okay, yeah. great. Good. And the last comedy, the last <laughs> ghost comedy movie I have written right here, uh, Ghost Rider starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just said Nicolas Cage's career. <laughs> Oh, it's a superhero movie, Ghost Rider. He's a comic book character. Yeah. Oh, I've heard it's such terrible. garbage. So yeah. even the even the fucking special effects are garbage. You just reminded me of um, Ghost Riders, the <laughs> <laughs> the show was a kid show. I think on like what? PBS. Um, it was a show called Ghost Riders, and it was all these little preteen kids. And there was the main character Jamal. It was in Brooklyn. It was actually hey. took place in Brooklyn, James. It's you. And um, he had a notebook, and there was this ghost that would write in his notebook. And then they had this whole group of little preteens that were talking to this ghost all the time and so helping solve life's uh, preteen problems with this ghost around. <laughs> wow. It's really good. I watched it every day after wow. school when I was younger. Nice. <laughs> I want to talk about something serious here for a second. Okay. I want to talk about. Is the airplane comes on? We did have the aluminum. We have a control at the one point when Zip had the aluminum suggested. I want to look the aluminum. Zeno, fuck me, no one, no one's it out. No, it's all garbage. It's all yeah. <laughs> garbage. Garbage. <laughs> Segway so over. Garbage. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, we're gonna do the fun movies now. Rosie, wrap us up with some some good. Halloween's your favorite holiday. We've chatted about ghost movies. Why you love ghost movies? I think mm-hmm. ghost movies are great. They're fun. Yeah. I haven't really seen any that I would say are really terrible, with the exception of Gothica. Mm. Yeah, Gothica's garbage. <laughs> Um, no, there's probably a couple, but there's a lot of good ones. They stand these horror films, especially. Um, I don't know. Are possessions ghost films? Rosie, we'll go to you. Um, it's like a different subset. Yeah, I guess it is a ghost film, but I would go more towards just like demons on that. Demons, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Demons veer away from just you know friendly little ghosts that are just friendly trapped. little ghosts like <laughs> Casper. Why can't they all be Casper? I had a huge crush on Casper when I was younger. <laughs> Yes, De- Devin Sawa. There was a big picture of Casper on my oh my, <laughs> my God. ceiling. That's wow. hilarious. Okay, share with us some fun Halloween right, films well. that we can look forward to because this whole month we've been doing Halloween podcasts. Mm-hmm. We talked about Bubba Hotep, which we recorded underwater, um, totally on purpose. Uh, absolutely <laughs> no malfunctioning equipment involved in recording a podcast about my favorite movie ever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, 
Um, but we've been talking about horror films all month long, getting prepped for Halloween. Halloween's such a fun holiday for movies because there are lots of good, fun movies out there to get our spooks and oh, also yeah. have fun with. So what are some of your favorites? All right. Well, it is October, so that means you must watch a couple movies. Yes. Absolutely 100%. If you don't watch them, you have not celebrated October and Halloween correctly. <laughs> Number one, I actually bought it yesterday on DVD. Whoa. $4. Video disc. Yeah. I spent $4. Netflix doesn't have it. You guys ready? Yeah. Ready. Big reveal. Drop it. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. You haven't seen Hocus Pocus? He's shaking his Get head. Get the fuck out of here. I don't even know what it is. Get the fuck out of here. I have the DVD if you want to borrow it. What? Tell me about Did it. Did you have to watch Hocus Pocus? All right. Well, Bette Midler. Oh, my God. Fucking Bette Midler. Sarah Jessica Parker. Kathy the, something. The, the three one? witches. The Sanderson it? sisters. When was this movie made? 1994 or 1993? And what are they, witches? What do they do? Yeah. They're witches, and they come back to haunt modern-day modern Halloween and destroy Halloween for everybody in this. Uh, Dude, it's so fun <laughs> and so classic. You have to watch it. Okay. I bet you a, Lila's seen it. Wait, 1994, huh? Mm-hmm, there's a ghost in, uh, in, wait, does Lila in the cat, Binks. Movies? No, we oh, about maybe she hasn't seen it, but. it's This is not scary. Um, Everybody's This is it. probably, you know, it's a Halloween joy. I'm like 16 years old. What do you, you, you should have been watching this movie. No, no. <laughs> you didn't go on a date and watch Hocus Pocus? Yeah, some make out place. in the back row. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different thing. <laughs> All right. He, maybe he saw the movie and doesn't remember. No, Who no, knows? No. Okay. But yeah, you should definitely see that one. Oh, absolutely. And then um, I'm not sure if it's quite a Halloween movie, but you always watch it in October is The Craft. I haven't seen this. You haven't seen that? Hit us up. It's with. Um, a bunch of young hot girls, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the 90s. 90s hot girls are really 90s hot girls. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yep. Like WB style. That's when we had thin eyebrows. WB style. <laughs> you know, like the WB no, I know exactly what you're saying. Right That's with so just funny. But attractive, you know, yeah. people. So these are um, four girls that are witches in a, um, a high school setting. Mm-hmm. Gossip girl. Pretty Little Liars, mm. Laguna Beach, and they set um, they set spells the on their crushes and go around and um, you know they're on the beach with all the candles around them. Interesting. <clears throat> Yelling and shouting and do you have a favorite blood. Halloween special that's like been on a TV show or anything? And that was my last one. Oh, Halloween Town. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Halloween Town. Halloween Town one and two. Apparently, there's a three and four. But uh, <laughs> are these shows? Well, these are shows that were on the Disney Channel. Okay. And oh my. I just found about them more recently, but I wish I found out about them in the '90s. They are amazing. <laughs> so there, there's um. Are they time capsules? They are. Will they transport us to the world of the '90s? Oh, absolutely. In a second. <laughs> um. So Halloween. There's two realms. There's the realm that we're all in, and then there's a realm called Halloween Town where it's Halloween every day of the year. Can you imagine that? That sounds familiar <laughs> to a certain Tim Burton yeah, right? film, <laughs> which we didn't even talk about. Oh, I've my never, God. I've never seen yeah. it. You haven't seen The Nightmare Before Christmas? Get the nope. fuck out of here. <laughs> nice accent. Uh, no. All right, keep going. But anyway. Halloween Town. So then um, – there's a, a portal. It's always a ghost portal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like your it always closet. comes back yes. like my closet. Um, <laughs> and so there's a portal that only opens up one day of the year to Ooh. Halloween Town. And there's a bus that takes you there. <laughs> to the portal? Yeah. Oh. There's, there's a bus stop. There's a shuttle there. bus to and from the portal. Yeah. 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 Um, High traffic on those days. So, again, it's, you know, a little preteen girl that's turning 13 and she's discovering she's a witch because she's half witch. You know, your basic story. 
And um, she, basic Sabrina, she the traveled, teenage witch. Yeah, exactly. Story. So good. So good, by the way. So good. <laughs> Dude, that cat was boss. I love that cat. Oh, yeah. Age gap right here. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Oh. That's okay. <laughs> oh. We'll catch you up for next year's right, Halloween right. podcast. But anyway, yeah, Halloween Town. It's exactly Halloween what you expect. Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. Interesting. One, one and two. How do, you feel about, how do you feel about the movie Haunted House with Eddie Murphy? Because that's Disney The remake, produced. yeah. It's Disney yeah. produced because it's, it's based on their ride. They made a movie based on a fucking ride. Yeah. You know? uh, but the ride's pretty cool, actually. It's bad. I'm, I'm like seeing bad scenes from it. Bad good or bad isn't bad? It's bad. The movie the or the movie. ride? Yeah, the Damn, movie's I'm not confused. great. <laughs> the ride's great, but they've updated the ride since then to reflect um. the movie, which made the ride kind of suck. Oh. That sucks. Yeah. Um, have you all been on the ride? One time, like a long time ago. A long you time been ago on the ride? in Orlando. Remember when you're in the entryway and it's like, hello, welcome to the haunted house. Things are spooky here. And then it like flashes and there's a dead dude hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. Do you remember that? Because that I was like 11 and that shit fucked me up. <laughs> Thanks, Disney World. Wow. Fuck you, Disney World. That shit was so scary. There was a dead guy fucking hanging from the ceiling. I think mm. they've changed it since the... The Eddie Murphy Disney extravaganza. No, it's a dead but... George Lucas. Hung <laughs> <laughs> his ass out to dry. Damn. Um, Damn. Uh, Powerful the, words. The, the Hollywood Tower of Terror is a good ride too. It's gone too. What? Yeah, they're changing it. What do you mean to it's be, gone. Uh, they're changing it to be. What are they changing it to? Um, it's no longer Twilight Zone. It's going to be something else. Star Wars dropped to the center of the Death Star. Some. It honestly is going to be something like that. Oh I don't think it's going to be Star Wars, but yeah, it's changing. Unfortunately. The world we love is disappearing. <gasps> like a ghost. If only we were ghosts. Ooh. We could go back and find them all. How about Trick or Treat? Have you seen that film? Oh, yeah. I forgot about a that one. A straight-to-video film. Never hit the theaters. <laughs> its sequel's going to the theaters because the video did so well. Uh-huh. And that same director did another film this past year. Oh, shit. I'm going to forget what it's called. Um, another horror movie that came out that was really good that I saw. Um I'll never remember it, but mm. Trick or Treat. Did Trick you see or Treat that? was good. I saw that a couple weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Um, that What'd was you think? that was fun. So apparently there's too. we go back to the theme of rules. Mm-hmm. There's rules for Halloween, and bad things happen if you blow out the uh, candle and the jack o' lantern. If you take off your Halloween costume before you get home at night, what was another rule? Wow. Um, mm. something about. Mm. If you properly find the razor blade in the apple, you... Oh, yeah. Do you have to check your I can? I totally just guessed that. Yeah, you that. did totally guess that. <laughs> Thank you, James. It's, um, it's slightly satirical, mm-hmm. uh, but really surprising. And it's got a it's an anthology-type film. So you see about four or five different vignettes throughout the film that all interconnect in some way. Really creative. Yeah. Really good very well cinematography, done. too. Wait, this is... Uh, but it's a scary movie, right? Slightly. There's parts of it that are pretty creepy what's it rated because it's r yeah trick trick r, r the letter r treat, treat. Yeah. yeah there are a lot and of movies little... named trick or treat so this is trick r like the letter r treat yeah hyphens mm-hmm. trick hyphen r like toys r us i get it right yeah it's not backwards wait james there's an r in between you get it <laughs> you get it you good it. <laughs> but that little uh dude he wears the sack what the the burlap oh. sack thing it's a good icon, he scary kinda, movie icon. He kind of looks like a Christmas cookie gone wrong. Like yeah, the, uh, he the gingerbread does, man gone wrong. For sure. He wears a little oh, burlap. Yeah, it's good. You it's, would it's like it. It's a good it. one. You would yeah. like it. Um, well, with that, we are out of time, unfortunately. Rosie, 
Thank you so much. Thank you for, for having chatting me. with us about fun. ghost movies, all sorts of fun Halloween stuff. I know mm-hmm. you love Halloween, so it's I good do. to have you on the show. Well, thank Your first you. time. My first time. Yay. <laughs> Hi, uh, second time listener, first time podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again for joining us. Loud on the set with Kyle and James and today Rosie. Talking about ghost movies. Very fun. If you have any favorite ghost movies or any Halloween movies you want to share with us, it's almost that time. So send us some emails, loudontheset at gmail.com. You can find us wherever you find podcasts, iTunes, anywhere else. <laughs> and on YouTube. Uh, Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. Thank you again, Rosie. This was a super blast. I love talking about these movies. All very fun. So go out there. Scare yourselves. Rosie, you're welcome to apparate out of here. Thank you. Yeah, perfect. She's gone. I can just hear her voice now. Interesting. Uh, and go out and watch the movies and have a wonderful Halloween. See you later. Doink. <laughs> That's a wrap. Ghost hunter people, I think they're assholes. Yeah, they're always trying to find hidden messages where there really aren't any. Kind of like heavy metal music turning into a Satan worshiper. They're looking for messages that don't exist because ghosts don't know how to even communicate effectively. Why would they carve things into people's bodies? Why wouldn't they just tap Morse code? Better yet. Grab a pencil and some fucking paper and just write it out, nice and easy. Problem solved. And why don't ghosts have better clothes? Is there no ghost shop for ghost clothing? These are the things we dwell on. James is dead. Kyle's dead. You're all dead. Paul is dead. Eat your Cool Ranch Doritos. Why does no one know what pink popcorn is? I might even leave the little last bit said because when it's played backwards, nobody will know no, what the hell we're no, talking no, about no. anyway. <laughs> I might even leave that in. Who knows? If I go crazy. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Okay. And cut.